God bless our people. Will we don't win. What good for me? I think it's so good. It's really the way. On what's the maple tree? Where has she hey. gone? <laughs> Where is Look she? Look at you. Look Hi. at you. Hi. <laughs> Can you guess where You're I am? In... Is is it is it a bunny? Well, I am a bunny, yes. I'm a gym bunny. Oh dear lord. Oh, okay, now I see it with the with the uh, okay, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a leather harness. Extre- extremely tells me that you're a gym bunny. Yeah, yes, that, that this is this reads as gym bunny. I I'm basically going as the stereotypical gay Halloween costume, animal yeah, ears, yeah, and a harness. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> is that why I have my animal ears? Too? That's exactly <laughs> why you have your animal ears. Yes. <clears throat> uh, oh my god! Today. So, so, hi, my name is Rowena Way. And hi, I'm Tiffany Morgan. And you're listening to What's the Maple What's Tea? The Maple Tea. The live video broadcast podcast where we talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race, especially today, and Ooh. everything Kingston drag, um, and anything and everything, because we don't know how to shut up. <laughs> truth and if if you're listening to our podcast right now our audio podcast we film this live fridays at 7 p.m on our facebooks and stuff like that but just not youtube just not youtube due to reasons beyond our comprehension well i think i'm still broadcasting to my youtube channel but we'll, we'll have to oh. think about that <laughs> decision <laughs> Okay. Well, if you are listening to us on our podcast, welcome to our podcast. If you're one of our uh, weekly viewers, I mean, we have some treats for you today. Ears. Bunny ears. Those are the treats. Bunny ears. (laughs) There's an extra visual component to this podcast. And Rowena shirtless in a harness. Not that unusual. Not that unusual. (laughs) I'm sure some of our viewers might be wondering what's below the uh, chest line there more chest more (laughs) it's just more chest it's just more more chest chest. i only have chest i don't have legs what (laughs) (laughs) there you go see See, just abdomen abdomen this is what happens when i don't shave this is what i look like when i don't shave and this is what I look like when I don't shave. Someone asked me this week uh, on a video conference call. They're like, uh, are you trying to grow a beard? And I'm just like, no, it's not Friday yet. And here I am. I'm playing hooky from, you know, doing drag. I'm just, uh, I was like, oh, let's just focus on content. I took notes, Rowena. I took notes. Oh, my God. You're going to know what you're talking about more this week. Y- yeah, exactly. It's not oh. just going to be a complete crazy diatribe of me just talking about pancake i don't pancake. know <laughs> pancake <laughs> pancake i don't i don't understand but sure okay uh we have a comment that says that we're awesome i agree we are awesome thank you thank you thank you i love thank positive you. affirmation <laughs> mm. are you drinking a beer there I am drinking a cider because we had like 15 degrees this week. And so I'm celebrating summer. Oh, I know. <gasps> the weather has been so great here, except for maybe today. It's been a little rainy. Just typical Canadians always talking about the weather. Yeah. And we talk about distances in time and not in kilometers mm-hmm. or miles or whatever. It, so Exactly. Exactly. The maple tea is the Canadian perspective, not only on drag, but also distance. 
There's Sorry, a lot of distance between us. Perspective, oh, distance, never mind. Yeah, really bad. Bum. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I, you are forgiven. You live with an artist, I understand. Yes, this is true. And he lives with an artist? Well, if if whatever you do on Just for Fans is called art, then yes. I think it's art. I'm creating things <laughs> that people devour. I don't know. Well, anyway, okay. On that so note, on that week, note, I'm not. On that note, note whew, um, I, I, I'm just gonna change my seat. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, so last week on RuPaul's Drag Race season thirteen. We had the episode Pop Goes the Queens, which I think is a play on Pop Goes the Weasel and also the fact that they had to do soda pop commercials. It Pop Goes the Weasel? Oh, I, the entire time I was singing Pop Goes the World. Do. I'm not this a singer. This is one of those situations where you're dating the world. Hmm? Because I have no idea what that is. Well, that's an 80s song, you know. I'm sure the kids have listened to it in their dance clubs and stuff since then. I was born in the 90s, but cool. Thanks. Yeah, but, you um, know, retro, retro was totally in at some point. Retro is totally <laughs> in right now. It's totally <laughs> in right now. Um, so oh, in the last episode, they had to brand and create their own soda pop commercials. So that that was the maxi challenge. And I'm so excited to talk about it because I totally know what I would do for my commercial, but we'll get there eventually. Um, get there eventually? Why don't we talk about it now? Because there was a mini challenge, girl, a mini challenge. Oh, mini challenge. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Continue, so continue. in the mini challenge, uh, the drag queens were challenged to see if they were smarter than the pit crew. Are you smarter than the pit crew? I know that I'm not because Bryce, the ginger, is actually an aerospace engineer. Well, <laughs> it was cute because like, when the clips, the clips that we got, it was like 99% of them were coming from him. <laughs> The yeah. questions. Well, and to be completely fair, the questions were all about drag. And yeah. if anyone knows stuff about RuPaul's Drag Race, it'll be the two pit crew members who have been on RuPaul's Drag Race for years and years and years. Honestly, how old are they? Well, well, I don't know. Those those abs are ageless, let me tell you, <laughs> when you're looking at them. <laughs> I have decided that because I have now failed to get on Canada's Drag Race twice, I'm going to audition for the pit crew instead. What, what are you talking about? Oh, yes, yes. You sh Wait, did we have a Canadian pit crew? Yes, we did. We did. Oh, I feel so ashamed because I had no idea. Always wore the Canadian flag underwear. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, did we have, um, anyway. Anyways, uh, clearly you weren't watching the same Canada's Drag Race I was because I hyper-focused on those underpants, girl. I did mm -hmm. not obviously hyper-focus on those. I, I think I was hyper-focused, like, on season one of Canada's Drag Race. It was all about, uh, <laughs> those Jimbo's bazingas. Boobs. Yeah. Jimbo's yeah, boobs. yeah, yeah, Jimbo's boobs. It was just... I was just like, wow. <laughs> and look at us off topic once again. So are you smarter than the pit crew? And really, this was just an excuse to make fun of Candy Muse. Because as we yes. determined in this episode, Candy does not do numbers or math. Well, she does do math. We, we, we discovered she does do math. She just doesn't really understand when you say... Uh, 2,500 versus 25,000, you know? Yes. I will say it was a very cute moment and I enjoyed it because we got to laugh with her and also at her. She's like, oh, I got a tip of 25,000 and people are like, what are you talking about? Well, that's a quarter of the grand prize. You did not earn $25,000 on a mini challenge. No, no, no. 
Although $2,500 is more than any other queen from like season seven prior won in any mini challenge. So she's doing pretty well. Oh, I didn't realize that the prizes have been slowly increasing for each, uh, slowly, each show. It, rapidly. This season, the queens have been getting $5,000 every time they win a challenge. It's insane. If I was going to be on Drag Race, I would want to be on it right now when they're handing out the bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would be there at anywhere. Just give me the money. Just, just yeah, show just me, me the, the money. money. Show me the money. Bring me on the show. I don't care how well I do. Just give me the money. All right. Well, that was a very short uh, mini challenge. And then we got into the pop commercials. The pop commercials. So the maxi challenge this week, the girls had to create and brand their own soda pop commercials and cans and come up with a catchy jingle at the end. So honestly, you know, this, this I think is one of the most fun challenges for me. We've gotten some really good highlights from these, like uh, Katya's um, spray that knocks you out, um, Alaska's tuck tape, and oh, yes. some other really good gems in the past. So I was really excited for this challenge, and I was not disappointed. I I will say that somewhere along the lines, I missed the jingle was a important part of the challenge. <laughs> Important uh, is not the word I would use. It was okay, there well, let, let, also. It was there. It was there. It was added to the subtext after the show had been produced. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They added, Jingle kind of played in the background towards the end of the commercial. And we really didn't notice them. And that's probably a good thing because some of them were not great. Although I do still have Uticas in my head. When you think that you can't, Utica can. Oh my God. Oh, well, before we, I'm sorry. I'm going to take a little second here. Mm -hmm. There was a surprise guest, Jada Essence Hall, decided to throw herself into her. Am I getting ahead of myself here? No, that's right. But were you really surprised? Uh, that Jada Essence Hall would be there? No, no. No, not in the slightest. No, I knew she was, yeah, these stars are going to be making star attractions during these Well, and especially because they can't go to the workroom physically. So doing all these video calls is something. They're giving something. You don't know who's going to be calling. Who's going to call next? Maybe it's Hillary Clinton next week. Well, you know, after having Anne Hathaway as a special video guest... I'm pretty sure that Jada Essence Hall was not quite as exciting. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're like, I have been in competitions with this bitch before. <laughs> right? It's like, I've been on tour with her. She performed with me. But I've never met Anne Hathaway. Anyways, that would be my preference. I would much prefer to meet Anne Hathaway. But okay. Jada, if Jada, you're great too. Look over there! Look over there! What over there? Um, Jada or her, Anne Hathaway. I, I think I would want to meet Jada. I, I think, uh, wait, what? What's her okay, name you now? Can meet, you can meet Jada. I'll meet Anne Hathaway. Jada. Okay, that I just forgot Jada's name for a second there. Yeah, I'll meet Jada. There we go. The two of us can talk about <laughs> the old times. <laughs> old times. Your pageant days await. Your pageant wins. Oh, wait. Oh, right. Sorry. You win, by win by you default. Win by default. One pageant <laughs> win by default. Um, Miss <laughs> Tiffany Morgan is Miss Kingston Pride. No, Miss Gay Kingston. Miss Gay Kingston. And has been for like eight years. Oh, well, uh, uh, well. <laughs> by default. I, I need to, I need to hand it down. It's turned into this uh, like honorary title. Uh, for the last bitch standing sort of situation. And uh, I always said I would give it up once I've had the crown long, as long as Jazz Morgan had before me. And I may have gone over that now. <laughs> oh, so it's mine so, now? Is that what's happening right now? I'm getting the crown? Do I get the crown? 
Well, I, we'll have to figure something out. <laughs> All right, I next topic. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk later. We'll talk later. Um, so anyways, the Maxi Challenge, they had to design their pop cans. So first up was Rosé. Oh, no, sorry, Tina. First up was Tina. And her can was called Burning Up. Burning Up. Think? You got me burning up. You got me burning. You got me burning up. Can't you see that I love nobody? Sorry, I, I'm told I'm not a singer. Um, <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> so. What do you think the, of Tina's commercial? I, I Okay, okay. Let, well, let's just focus on that. Uh, <laughs> a, Before this episode, man, she told me that she had notes and she was going to keep on track. How's that going, audience? Well, the, these notes are more general. They're not really about this uh, any individual person right. per se. So anyway, uh, so Tina's commercial, eh, it was okay. It uh, it wasn't really burning me up. Let's just say you didn't um, get the fire and, was, and the desire, the passion. Well, I was kind. I was kind of really like I liked that she had that continuous like uh, reiterative uh, speech thing that she did. I can't remember whatever mm-hmm. it was. She said whatever. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my God. She's making reference to something else. Anyway. <laughs> is she, what is she referencing? I, uh, not the hell. Yeah. Like the, she, I think she was trying to make it sound like, Oh yeah. For the Kool-Aid guy. Oh, maybe. I think she was just trying to be, uh, deep and aggressive, but that's just me. So yeah, yeah, yes. Jazz Morgan is still Empress. We know, we know. The Tiffany Morgan, Jazz Morgan <laughs> dynasty will forever live in Kingston. We know, we know. We're never, we're never dying. Never dying. Um, so I thought Tina's commercial was fun, but kind of just more of the same. Mm, it it yeah. was the same Tina Burner we've been getting the entire time, which is fine. It's good to have a brand, and she has a brand. Right? I, I feel like yep. that was the challenge, branding. Tina did Tina's brand, so she did the challenge properly. Ergo, I don't agree with the judges, but more on that later. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly where I want to go later. Yeah. Later. Okay, so who's next? Next up who's was next? Rosé. Oh my god. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And Rose more on that had later on. Rose Aid, a hangover cure. And uh it's a hangover cure we could all use, trust me. Um, although I will say that rose flavored pop does not sound great to me. Um, I feel like I would rather have like red but that's just me i'm a red wine person um however her commercial was hilarious and i want that robe the uh the jan face crack robe i want it the if jan- anyone out there oh, wants yeah. to get me a present the jan face crack robe is available on jan's uh jan sports merch website it costs 75 dollars us but it's totally worth it to see me wear it right Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Awesome. Excellent. We we may have been. Po- I'm starting to figure out where we went wrong with YouTube. <laughs> I'm starting to figure out where we went wrong with YouTube. Um, all this at Rose Age. I love. I a. I love that word. Um, mm-hmm. it was it was really really great. And yeah, she was so much fun in that commercial. Uh, even Acting was uh, better than everybody else's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was interesting because uh, when we saw these clips, right? Um, mm-hmm. The uh, uh, Ross and and what's his name? Um, Ross and really, Carson. And Carson, yeah, they were really getting into uh, Rose's uh, Rose's um, uh, show, and you, you, they're giving mm-hmm. advice on you know, do it this way, do it that way sort of thing. But I think they were really just given that advice just to, you know, try different uh, aspects yeah. of things and stuff like that. Like, I think well, she as hit a good, the nail. As a good director should. 
A good director should get you to do the same thing in a couple of different ways. That way, if you decide to go a different way with it, then there you go, you have another shot. Because if you do the same thing over and over again, and then later on decide that it wasn't really working, if you did the same thing, you don't have anything else to work with. Which brings us to Got Mick. <laughs> oh, Mick. Mick, I love you so much, but your concept just did not work. I'm so sorry. Um, I think that Mick had a very good concept going in. Um, in that, like, the pop makes you delusional and makes you think that what you're doing is better. But I think that her approach to presenting that didn't work properly. Um, she probably could have done it in a way that was like, was like, you think you're better, but actually you look the same and just did that. Because I just don't think she rounded it out well. Yeah. Yeah, I... I... I understand where her idea was, but yeah, the the actual uh, putting the feet on the ground sort of implementation of it was like, ugh. I think if she had, um, like all of her action were, actions were basically the same for each mm-hmm. of the, uh, like before and after sort of thing. But it would have been nice to maybe even done something different with the look. Like, you know, before with like, you know, rags and cigarette butts in your hair or something like that. And then the delusional where you're like, oh, I'm so pretty. And like, you know. Um, or even you know, like filtered. have the person look more composed when they're being delusional. So like the person fell down on the floor, have them be like, oh, my God, I'm so sexy on the floor. And then have like another cut that says this is what you actually look like. But this is how you what feel. I, so, at the the first three that we talked about, or well, two that we talked about, I don't know where we are now. Um, but <laughs> we're on number three. Thanks. We're on number three. So, got mixed drink though. Like even that, but that title really was a big fail in my mind. Got uh, mixed. Because, got sex. Sex juice. Yeah. As Carson said, too many syllables, too many words in that title. Like, you know, 17 words over title. I'm trying to imagine, like, actually seeing that on a shelf and looking at it. Like, if it was called Got Sex, like, that would have been great. But it wasn't called Got Sex. Oh, my God. Got Milk. Got Mick. She... Sorry, I I, re- I say that I got that previously, but for some reason that just clicked in my head better. Anyways, um, well, I like if we're thinking about names for the drink, uh, I would have totally been like mix, like M I K S, and you'd be like, this is the perfect mix for everything that you put alcohol oh. in. <laughs> like That's I would have went with concept. that. If yeah, you were exactly. to make a pop. About Tiffany Morgan, what would you call it? Uh, Jawlock. <laughs> Lock jaw. No, you should call it Sweet Pea. Oh, Sweet Pea. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, that Sweet. would... Well, and we can talk about that at the end of talk, going through all these epi- uh, people because, anyway, even if I did Sweet Pea, RuPaul would have voted me off. Next person. Utica. Wait, no, do, I, let's go wait, back wait, to you. Wait, wait, wait. I, okay. I would do no way. Oh my God. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, no way. Coca-Cola. Actually, Coca-Cola yeah. has more syllables than no way. Like, you know. Right. Yeah. It's just very simple. It'd be like, no way. Right? It works. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, so next up was Utica. Utican. I love that. I love that, like, Utican. And even the judges were playing with it. They were getting, they were having fun with that term. I but like the rest the of the commercial? <laughs> yeah, I well, like the name. That's as far as I'll go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the looking of the can, I like that idea. But uh, the judges' critiques, which were like, you know, no one really knew the flavor 
uh like you know um and just adding the cow i was just like no no the cow was great i mean okay so i hated everything about it like it was terrible but it was so much fun to watch it was so much fun to watch her like suckling at the cow while the pop was going in and i it made no sense but it was fantastic it was everything that utica is utica can utica can yep and she there was no she didn't blush she didn't like shy away from suckling that poor cow mm-hmm. yep poor cow poor i am cow. cow hear me move I weigh twice as much as you, and I look good on the barbecue. I'm trying to oh say my it all God. so we don't get flagged for car- copyright. Um, <laughs> anyways, that's the Arrogant Worms. That's a Canadian band. If you've never listened to them, go listen to them. They're hilarious. Um, oh, I didn't even get the reference. Seriously? Uh, anyways. Utica was a no. a bad Canadian. Uh, bad. So Utica, yeah. No. Bad. No. Next um, one. Next one. Candy. K-Special. Yeah, K-Special. <laughs> I, lo- I love the name. I love the uh, the filming outtakes, because clearly not everything got into that commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I thought she was definitely having a whole lot of fun and the judges had a lot of fun with it too. So I don't agree with how great they seem to think it was. I thought it was a little bit, I didn't find it as funny as they did. Maybe I didn't think it was bad. It was not the worst one, but I don't think it was quite as funny as the judges made it out to be. But maybe that's a me thing. Maybe my taste level is just better than the judges. As I sit here in a leather harness and bunny ears. And bunny ears and makeup and one earring. I mean, the one earring is because I'm a gay. You're a gay bunny? Oh. I know. A gay gym bunny. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. I have they multiply just like bunnies. Chocolate eggs. Um. Anyways, what did you think of candy? I loved it. I thought I thought it was I thought it was funny, and I, I who who you can't blame funny like yeah. Okay. Okay. And she was on her own brand, I would say, especially now that you know. So this is filmed. I don't know how long ago this was filmed. But uh, there, like I said, there's those YouTube videos, um, especially that new song that Candy Muse ha- has out with Alaska, or Alaska has out with, anyway. Sitting alone, alone in the, the VIP. VIP. And that is totally the same everything, mm-hmm. which is on brand. It's on brand. Um, by the way, this was filmed last June. Oh, dear Lord. She had to wait like eight months to bring it out. <laughs> I know. Imagine having to hold your tongue. As Candy Muse, holding your tongue for eight months, not telling people that you were on Drag Race. She must have been dying on the inside. Clearly, clearly. Clearly. And she must have really great brand ambassadors. I need to speak to them. (laughs) (laughs) So next up was Olivia. Oh. Hi. So... I rewatched the episode today and I actually think that Olivia actually, no, let me rephrase. I re-listened to the episode. I didn't watch it because I was doing my makeup. So I was listening to it. Um, I actually think Olivia's commercial was really fun. Um, I, I don't quite understand the critique she got about her smiling too much because that is who Olivia is. She is perky, she's happy, she's kind, she's nice. And I think that her commercial really represented that. And her commercial was funny. She had a lot of good moments. So anyways, what I'm trying to say is I disagree with the judges once again for this week. And um, 
Uh, yeah. Anyways, what do you think of Aluia? Uh, as I pregnant pause here, I, mm, she she's feeling she's feeling um, one noteish sort of thing. Like, of course, I love that big smile on her, um, but like, if it was an acting challenge, there wasn't much range. Um, well, she went uh, up the mountain range and down into the valleys and out to the desert. That's a lot of distance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really feeling Olivia this week, like with that challenge. Um, no, no. Although no. The, her outfit, her beast outfit was lovely. It was Avatar. Avatar, gnome, sprite, realness i have no idea it was something it was cool um and then last but not least definitely not least the ebony enchantress herself simone i knew we were forgetting someone i was like i was like why are you forgetting like i was you were saving wrapping the best up. for last saving the it best sounded for like, last <laughs> it sounded like you were wrapping up there yeah simone i almost for oh how could i forget that Sweet and i food. had two heart attacks on the way here <laughs> No, Simone's commercial was perfect. Just perfect. And I would not change a thing. Um, Simone is a delight constantly. And um, I think that she's probably going to be top two, if not going to win. Well, you've opened the door. So <laughs> these are my notes. These are my notes. Oh, okay. I think after okay. I think after today's episode, or sorry, the last week's episode, I can safely now choose my top four. <laughs> There's only six left. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, girl. Okay. So, I had my top four chosen for like eight queens. Well, so. And Rose, then Denali went home. I'm sad. And then, uh, yeah. So Rose, I think, is in the top four. Got Mick. Simone and Candy. I agree with you, although I don't agree that Candy should be in the top four. I think she will be in the top four. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, so the runway. The category oh, was the beast looks him. It was beast couture. Hence why I'm dressed as a bunny tonight. If I had done a full bunny look, though, my concept was to do the white rabbit from Monty Python. So come out all cute and then degrade into the vicious man-eating bunny that Rowena is. She's definitely a man-eater, for sure. She's a man-eater. All your love, she's a man-eater. What's there's two man eaters. There's Nelly Furtado and there's Holland Oates. Which one are you singing? Nelly Furtado, of course. Canadian. Canadian. I knew her DJ. Or I still know her DJ. But oh my goodness. <laughs> no one else knows her DJ. Um, <laughs> so the runway category was Beast Couture. And straight up, I want to say, holy fuck, what was Candy wearing? Oh my god. Like and why did the judges not say anything? Oh, well. Oh. Like Oh, I just forgot her name again. What's her name? Anyway, her. Michelle. She did, she's like Michelle Visage was like uh Candy. I'm tell her you forgot her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sorry, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> it's on a Friday night. Michelle was like, "What is up with this?" Like she called it out uh, at one point, but they That's didn't it. read. That's like, it. There wasn't any reading, really, right? They just let her slide. They let her slide with that. It was basically a party city bodysuit and a blow up doll. That was her outfit: bodysuit, blow up doll. 
But they kind of let everyone slide, though. They said, oh, the look is good or the look is bad. And no, that was no, kind no. of it for the looks? No, because they went on and on and on about how good Simone's was and how good Rosé's was. And they went on and on about how Tina's was not good enough, especially her makeup. And they said a whole bunch of things about how Utica's was beautiful, but not beast. And like, I, I can really tell watching these past couple episodes that the producers and the judges are really gunning for a certain group of people. And I know it's supposed to, but it's supposed to be reality TV. Let the girls earn their way. Don't just craft a story. Let them earn their spot. And I don't think that Candy earned the safe that she got this week. I believe that Candy should have been in the bottom. Lip syncing for her life. And on that note, I would have, I thought, God, Mick should have been in the bottom. I, I think because, Mick, because well, Mick of was the, in the bottom. Well, it's not the bottom two. third. Yeah. She I was think third, Mick was yeah. placed where Mick should have been, but I do believe that the like the bottom two lip syncing should have been Utica and Candy. Okay, so let me well let me speak to that argument. I don't think Candy should have been. I thought Candy's commercial uh, like I think most of this judging was maybe on the commercials, and I liked Candy's commercial. Um, got mixed, bombed. Utica's bombed, and that's why I was thinking, in the excuse me, in the bottom two, it should have been Got Mick and Utica, because uh, uh, Tina's commercial was meh, okay, like you know, it didn't bomb, <laughs> which the other two did. Um, but I think you're kind of touching point on something that, like you know, I I noticed in the last two episodes. Because whenever I think, because I'm fairly new to Drag Race. I have not been watching Drag Race for 10 years or whatever, how long ever it's been. Because uh, I assume that each week it's a challenge and those queens, uh, like it, you determine who of those challenges go home and stuff like that. I think the whole program is kind of on that press, uh, a preface. But these last two episodes, the people who like really should have like they bombed but they were of you know maybe well i i could speculate why they're saved and why they keep moving on and stuff like that but i'm like i don't think it's not a challenge this is not a competition anymore this is more like a you know someone has uh it's it's not the individual weekly contest it's like a whole thing there like who is yeah. going to be the grand prize winner at this point well um, and on that note i do believe that tina was not going to last very long because her range has not been quite as uh well developed as others but i don't think this was tina's week to go home i think that this was utica or i mean you disagree but candy um but I don't think that Tina should have gone home this week. However, that being said, I don't think that Tina was going to be in the top four. So in the end, as long as my top four are the three that I want and someone else, I'm happy. Well, I thought Tina should have left last week. Uh, I last think we had week. a last week. Yeah, I think some of our um, our, um, our our chatters last week were like Tina should have been in the bottom and she should have been eliminated yeah. sort of situation. I think I and, agree. I think I agree. Yeah. I think we're now at the end game. Um, like these little competitions are really just there just for TV purposes. And 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 RuPaul has some sort of idea right now who is going to be oh the honey top and it's and all there for TV purposes. All of it is for TV <laughs> purposes. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, say, yes. What was your favorite runway look? I think it was Got Mick. I liked that outfit. The uh, the big eyes and the purple with the teeth. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought I thought it was really well. Oh, sorry. Well, I almost forgot about Rose. Rose was like 
top to bottom covered and 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 beautiful. Like I, I like that look too. I love um, rose look make- was my favorite. Closely yeah. followed actually by Utica's. Um, I oh. loved Utica's outfit. I don't think it read as beast, so I don't think she did the challenge properly. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very couture, very beautiful. Um, and I thought that she looked amazing in it. Um, it was definitely couture. I, I, I liked, I, I was like, I could wear that sort of thing. What The one outfit that I was like, I don't really see it as beast. Because I don't know, when I was hearing beast, I was thinking monsters or like, you know, mm. beast sort of thing. Not necessarily barnyard animals. Or, well, <laughs> not an even barnyard field animals. But when Simone came out as a fox, that I was, was like, that was a squirrel. That was a squirrel? That was a squirrel. Oh, I thought she was a fox, like the foxy lady. I thought she was a squirrel. Was she a fox? <laughs> Who knows? It, it looked like, I, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, did you just read that? Oh, yeah. uh, the costume? Tell us. Costume were they, were they? Was she a squirrel, or was she a fox? I know that she had the belt that said foxy, so maybe she was a fox. That's what I, okay. <laughs> I thought she was a squirrel. I thought oh she God. was a fox. Okay, oh, either way, wait. she made all the furries come that night. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it didn't, it seemed, uh, it didn't seem to be, but uh, those outfits were not being used to make any decisions at the end of the day. Like, you know. Apparently not. Apparently not. So anyways, the top two. And the two winners of the week were Simone and Rosé. Do you agree? No, no. No. Who else do you, who do you no. think should not have won? Well, no, I, I, it's nice that they both won. Mm-hmm. But for the same reasons why I, I, I like, when I, this commercials that we saw, I was laughing at Rosé. I was laughing at Simone. I thought that the commercials were good. And then if it was, came down to like trying to figure out which one of the two, I would have chose Rosé. Okay. I'm not, I, I mean, I agree. I think that Rosé had the better runway and they had equal commercials. I enjoyed both equally. So, um, and then you already know that I disagree with the bottom two. So the bottom two were Utica and Tina. Yep. And I agree, agree with one, disagree with the other. With who? Oh, uh, I disagree. That they with should have been in the bottom. I thought the candy should be in the bottom. Oh yeah, that's right. You said, and candy wasn't even the third. <laughs> no, candy was safe. Candy was safe. Um, yeah. How did you like the lip sync? I thought it was fun. I didn't think that either one did a great job. Um. I thought but it was a terrible I, song to choose. <laughs> no, I love my humps. My humps, my humps, my humps, my lovely little lumps. That was my dancing. But they, um, yeah, but they, they didn't have the edit where it was just Fergie. I they mean, had every they've other... done male songs over and over and over again. I don't think there's any requirement to lip sync to a female version. Well, I don't like it. So there. Well, you are entitled. My you are entitled to your incorrect opinion. <gasps> incorrect opinion? How dare anyway. you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I could not have chosen a winner from the two of them. I don't know who won. So in the end, I still think that Tina shouldn't have been in the bottom. And therefore, I think that Tina should have stayed. But RuPaul gets final decision. Rue likes Utica because Utica's weird. Tina goes home. Bye, Tina. Your flame will forever glow and burn, even though it's fizzled out on the show. Burning up. Burning up. So, look at that. I've just put up a photo. We're now down to six. Six. The final six. Candy Muse. Got Mick, Olivia Lux, Rose, and Simone and Utica. This is 
almost the top six I would have predicted. If you get rid of Candy and bring Denali in, that's oh. my top six. So I'm sorry, Candy. I'm just not a fan. I think that your drag is relevant and good, but I'm just not a fan. She's never going to watch this anyways, but that's okay. Um, well, and you know, I, another impression that I have is that I don't know where this happened. I think I talked about it last week too, but I don't know where and when suddenly I'm in love with them all. Like I'm loving this, all the characters in here. I'm loving all the people and I, I don't want any of them to go. Well, I mean, if the season continues the way it has been continuing, no one will go home. <laughs> so maybe you'll get your wish. They're all just going to put them on ice for the next season. All right. Let's do some predictions for next week. Let's do some predictions. So next week is the, oh, I know what they're doing. I remember what they're doing. Oh, the roast. Oh, I have the it nice up here. girls roast. Yeah. The nice girls roast. So Miss Congenialities from seasons past are coming in to be roasted by the final four. So who do you think will do well in a roast? Uh, Tina Burner's gone. Our flames are gone. Who's going to do well in a roast? So Tina would have done really well. Probably another reason why they decided to get rid of her right away. <laughs> They're like, she's going to win this next one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would say, I'm just trying to remember who, da, da, da. Rose, Rose has, I, I can see her, some, like, it has to be a New Yorker. It has to be one of the New Yorker queens, I think, would win a roasting someone. But I don't know if Candy would win because I would suspect that half of the um, roasting girls wouldn't even understand her. <laughs> well, to and be that, honest. So I think that Candy will probably do well. Uh, yes. Which makes me sad. But, I mean, good for her. I think that Rosé will do very well. Rosé markets herself as a comedy queen. She's proven herself to be funny. Um, but I also think that Mick will do well because Mick won the reading challenge. Mick oh, has yes. been funny in other challenges. And despite the fact that, like, in the preview, Mick says that, like, she doesn't know, I think she'll do really well. So I'm cheering for Rosé and Mick. Simone will probably be safe. Um, but Utica, I'm so sorry. You're going home this week. You are not going to be a no. good roaster. Her, yeah, her comedy does not do roast. Her no. comedy does not do roast, and it'll go. Everything will go flat. And yeah, you're right. Just, just saying. But, no, I'm but, so excited to see Nina West again. I love Nina. I've met Nina. She's a delight. Oh, oh I didn't realize Nina West is going on. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, shall we talk um, gossip about, the, uh, about the latest gossip about Canada's drag race? Yeah. So you go ahead. You go ahead. So Canada's drag race season two obviously is coming up and obviously both of us are on it. Yeah, clearly. I got that call back a long time ago. Oh yeah. You've been prepping those outfits. You did that medical screening, but then you failed the psychological exam. It's okay. Don't worry. And I still um, I still scheduled my plastic surgery. <laughs> and clearly I have upped my drag by getting rid of it all. Oh. <laughs> so we are both so excited that the judging panel has been announced. Well, I mean, I'm not excited per se. I am intrigued. I am intrigued as well. There, so there, there's potential Heights, tea in there. Yes. Brooklyn Heights and Stacey McKenzie announced on Instagram the other day that Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, also known as Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, is not coming back for season two of Canada's Drag Race. So my question due for you scheduling, is... Due to scheduling conflicts, quote, Yes, quote. this is what they say. Do you think that the fans got their way? Do you think that the fans... By hating JBC, got rid of him. Do you think that hate speech actually worked? Because I Canada? would hate <laughs> to hear that that was true. 
in Canada. I uh, so whenever you hear conflict, scheduled conflicts, right? That's mm-hmm. always code for some. There's something else, or it could be actual scheduled conflicts. <laughs> like you know, they're like he's like, I'm going to make more money off this movie than I am off this one whole season. So bye. Well, um, given that the season I, started filming and there is no filming dates yet. I feel like scheduling conflict cannot be the reason. More than likely, there was a decision somewhere not to you uh, have him again. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It, well, clearly. So, sorry, as I'm trying to. So, clearly, RuPaul loves JBC. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, oh yes. totally loves. Totally loves. And I can see... Uh, RuPaul, like, you know, calling up the producers in Canada's drag and be like, oh, you need to have JBC. You need to have... Mm-hmm. But those producers probably looking at all the stats and stuff like that from last year and how people didn't like JBC and probably trying to think, okay, how can we make the second season better than the first one? They've mm-hmm. decided to go with someone else. So either and that or... It has to be comedian. Or JBC decided that he didn't want to be on season two. Well, there's that possibility too. Which which I actually uh, think is probably likely because everything that happened in season one with all of the people on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook just hating on him constantly, I like I realize it's a great opportunity to be a judge on a prolific show. But if you're an actor, who wants to pursue acting and this other format is actually like hurting you emotionally and psychologically. I imagine that he wouldn't want to stay in that situation or at least me, you know, being a mental health expert that I am. I'm not a mental health health expert. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm like, I know I come to you with my problems, but I didn't realize I had to start paying $25 an hour. (laughs) I'm mental. I'm mental. And I'm healthy. So I'm a mental health ex. No, I don't know. Um, Couldn't find the joke there. Anyways. You you could be hitting. Sorry. You could be hitting the head on the nail there because he could have taken a step back and said to himself, okay, I'm young. He's a young actor. He has much more potential for the acting. Like, well, not okay. That's just started sounding a little shady. But if he is choosing to be an actor, um, he's going to pursue acting with this kind of side, like hosting sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That could potentially typecast him. That could potentially just make him into um a uh, a host and he, and if that's not what he wants to do god bless him for making that decision like you know you you have to pick things that you want to do that you feel uh good about and stuff like that and if this was taking away then good on him for making that decision if we're hypothetically this is all hypothetical and call I us, do call think us that, i do think Yeah, JBC, we want to interview you. Let us know. Um, If if they are considering a new judge, because I'm sure they will round out the judging panel with a third and fourth judge, I think they need to do what Drag Race eventually did, which was hire a comedian. Yeah. Ross is great. He's a joy. But they need that funny voice. They need that person who's able to make jokes because Brooklyn's not funny. Stacy's not funny. Like naturally, they're not naturally funny. They need people who are good at telling jokes, people who are good at bringing those quips so that they can get some more joy in those episodes. Cause I think that's what we were lacking in season one. Well, you also have, if I was a producer too, for Canada's drag race, I'd be looking at all the other uh, drag races in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very clear. It's very clear that the that the audience members out there are really loving Drag Race UK versus Alan Carr, US Norton. They have how many comedians do they have on those guest panels? Mm-hmm. Like, there's always one, two, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, they're going to bring a comedian. They're going to bring a comedian in. The question is, 
what comedian? Like, it has to be a Canadian comedian. And unfortunately, um, us Canadians, not a whole lot of us know who our Canadian comedians are. Like, because John, uh, uh, like, when you talk about the UK ones, they are all huge personal- uh, TV personalities. One of them has had a TV show for 20 years or whatever like that. I think that if you started listing Canadian comedians, people might not know their names. But, like, if you think about... Um, some of the girls on like the Baroness Von, Von Sketch show, they're all Canadian and they're fantastic. Like, and there's, there's a bunch of things like that. Like there are a lot of Canadian comedians who are excellent. Like Deborah Giovanni is fantastic. And um, Nikki, uh, crap, last name. Anyways, um, but like we have a lot of comedians in Canada who are fantastic. And I think that we need more of that on the judging panel. Exactly. Exactly. And and I would totally welcome a little bit more comedy on there. Because um, what's her name? I can't even remember. Supermodel. She was so... Stacey McKenzie. Stacey McKenzie. Oh, yes. Thank you. Oh, my God. Everyone loved her. A good thing that she's on there again. I will throw this little bit of a read out uh, that... Um, the library uh, is uh, open, Brooklyn. darling. The library is open. Brooklyn. So half of this uh, Instagram video was Brooklyn advise, uh, you know, sharing that she has a new song out, you know, buy it online and stuff. She was calling from California. She was in California and her new song is coming out. But the entire time I'm looking at this video and I'm just like, well, two things, this video. One, she filmed it in portrait mode. Brooklyn was in freaking portrait mode the entire freaking time. <laughs> two, two. I am really, really worried about Candace Drag Race because they released this video without any frills, without any kind of like special edit. Like there was no, uh, there, there was no like branding in the video. There was no, it was just all black. It looked like it was a basic Zoom thing. And I'm like, what the hell's up with this? Like, why couldn't you take five minutes and at least put the logo somewhere? <laughs> I think it was supposed to seem like a casual conversation. I don't think it was supposed to seem like a big thing. Like, I know that it was an announcement that JBC wasn't going to be there, but they didn't want to make it seem like it was an announcement that JBC wasn't going to be there. They just wanted it to come up because if Canada's Drag Race announces the departure of one of their three main judges, it basically, like, it tells the audience that they had their way. And I don't think that's what they wanted to do. Wanted to do. So I agree and also disagree. All right. Well, yeah. you're allowed to your false opinion, your incorrect Thank opinion. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> for taking my own saying and throwing it back at me. There we go. God bless her. God bless <laughs> you. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> so go watch Canada or RuPaul's Drag Race tonight. It's on in like half an hour. And uh, yeah. Canada's Drag Race season two is coming soon. So, you know, support your Canadian queens. Do we have any events and make coming sure, up? Uh, well, BOA is coming in April. April 24th. April 24th. I buy have tickets online. I have a show, Spearhead Brewery, on April 21st. Get your reservations now. Email Stephanie oh, that's at Wednesday. Spearhead Beer. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Spearheadbeer.com. Um, and uh, subscribe to our audio podcast. Yeah. Subscribe to our podcast. To the Maple Tea. The Maple, the maple Tea.ca. All right, uh, Jim Bunny. It's on Spotify. Oh. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, Rowena Away. What? 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 <laughs> or you can follow the Maple Tea on Facebook that's as well. Rowena. Rowena. Come on now. Come on now. Um, but you can't find us on YouTube at all. No, no more YouTube. <laughs> They don't like us oh, there. <laughs> they don't like us there. They don't like us there. All right. Well, bye, everyone. Goodbye, sweet peas. Subscribe. 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 Subscribe.